Talk about that B.C. Crown prosecutor who was punched in the face while she was walking near the Vancouver Provincial Courthouse at 222 Main Street. I've got Adam Dalrymple standing by to discuss. First, let's have a listen to this report. The Global News reporter, Kristen Robinson. The apparent random attacks occurred around 9 a.m. Global News has learned the prosecutor was punched in the face as she walked to the Provincial Courthouse at 222 Main Street. We don't know what the motive was. Um... Early indication does indicate, you know, there could be some uh, mental health challenges for the suspect. You heard the voice of Tanya Visenton, their spokesperson for the Vancouver Police Department. There is a charge now in this case. Let's discuss it with my guest now, Adam Dalrymple from the BC Crown Council Association. I'm very pleased to welcome him. Adam, thank you for coming on today. Uh, Thanks for having me, Mike. I appreciate it a lot. Can you explain to the listeners what exactly happened here to your colleague? Um, I can't get into much detail because, quite honestly, I haven't read the file. Um, I don't know much aside from what people have seen in the media. Um, You know, all I can say is that, you know, obviously we're concerned. Um, We're concerned about our member and but we're also concerned, you know, obviously about the public. I'll also note that it sounds as though there was another individual who was not a prosecutor um, who was also assaulted. Um, yeah. Our focus right now is more sort of on the larger issue um, that we don't want to lose sight of, and that's sort of an access to justice issue. Um, you know, as you know, our prosecutors um, are escorted to the courthouse, um, and our concern is largely about, you know, what about the victims? What about the complainants? Um, what about the vulnerable witnesses that need to access that courthouse? Um, who's escorting them? Uh, how are we keeping them safe as they access their courthouse? So that's one of our, that's really one of our focuses. Um, yeah, here. yeah, I understand your caution here in commenting here, especially because there's a charge in this case. So there is a man who's charged with two counts of assault. This uh, crown prosecutor was, alleged, was punched here, and another person apparently uh, allegedly attacked as well. So you know it's good that there is a charge here, and that'll go forward. Can you comment generally on that neighborhood? Like, what's it like around that that two twenty two Main Street courthouse there? Like, is it dangerous around there? Yeah, we've had some safety concerns. Um, as I mentioned in previous media, uh, there was, as I understand, an assault on a federal prosecutor in September of 2022. Um, and we know that that area generally um, has a number of issues. Um, there's untreated mental health issues. There's a housing crisis, um, toxic drug supply. Um, so it does raise some concerns. And I think we need to think carefully about where um, we locate courthouses um, so that they can be accessible. Um, you know, I know some people have brought up the issue of, well, you know, we leave this courthouse, remove it. What about the community there? And I think it's important to know that there are actually two courthouses um, in that neighborhood. There's one right around the block, and it's called the Downtown Community Court that services the downtown east side as well as um, the downtown core of Vancouver. And the Triple Two Courthouse is actually more of a regional courthouse. So that serves all of Burnaby and all of Vancouver. And it handles all of the intimate partner violence files um, and um, prosecutions. Um, It's also where uh, victims and complainants and witnesses come to court. So they're often given subpoenas to come to court and to testify um, and to give evidence. Um, And that's what we're we're concerned about is those people being able to access that courthouse safely. And that's why we raised the the question of, you know, is it time to consider, you know, another location that's safer and more accessible for the people that need to access the triple two courthouse as opposed to the community court, which is which is a bit different and still services that community. 
Okay, I want to get into some detail with you on that. Let me ask you about the the system that's in place now for escorting Crown into this particular courthouse. Because we've heard that this Crown at- attorney who was attacked did have an escort, a, a security guard, and apparently an unarmed security guard. W- what is the deal with these security guards? How come they... Are they typically unarmed? I mean, are they properly trained? I mean, if she had security with her, how did she end up getting getting attacked? You know, those that's those, those are really good questions, and honestly, I can't answer them because I think that's probably something you'd want to talk to with the BC government or BC Prosecution Service because you know I don't know the details about um, the security. I know that they've certainly upgraded. Um, the security and um, escorting process for Crown since the incident. Um, I don't know if they're actually armed or not, um, and I'm not entirely certain about the the procedure. Um, you know, I don't. I currently don't work in that courthouse, so I just don't want to comment about something I don't know. Okay, let's talk about this idea of of shutting down this courthouse. So this is 222 Main Street, downtown East Side. And as you said there, maybe there's some thoughts there that maybe that courthouse should be shut down, relocated to somewhere safer. Premier David Eby was asked about this idea the other day, as I'm certain you're aware. Adam, let me play a clip here of him and get your thoughts. This is David Eby. No, we're not uh, currently considering uh, relocating that uh, courthouse. We will continue the work that we've been doing to ensure the safety of all court participants, uh, no matter who they are. Okay, that doesn't sound like that idea is going anywhere and that courthouse is going to stay open. Adam Dalrymple, your thoughts? Well, I can tell you that um, the Premier and the Attorney General did follow through in terms of meeting with us. You know, I met with the Attorney General and her team uh, last Wednesday and we had a very productive conversation. I can tell you that uh, she asked some very thoughtful questions. Um, I know I can tell that she appeared very committed um, to the issue of access to justice for victims um, and witnesses in that courthouse and in that area, um, as well as the safety of prosecutors. Um, I expect that these conversations are going to continue. Now we canvassed a number of different options. I'm not going to get into the details out of respect for the process, um, but I remain optimistic um, that there are going to be some solutions in the future. Yeah, this thought about closing down the courthouse and moving it out of there, I, I've heard some pushback on that idea, essentially along the lines is that you're just, you're basically declaring surrender. You know, like, it, it, this is a, a justice system that is supposed to function in close to the people where these crimes happen. And that's, isn't that like a, just a general expectation of our system? Like if someone is victimized, they can expect that there will be speedy justice and it's going to happen where near where the crime took place effectively. So, I mean, if you just say, well, it's too dangerous here, let's shut the courthouse down. I mean, isn't that just isn't that just declaring defeat and, and just turning it, turning the streets over to the criminals? No, I, I don't think so. Um, and I, and I, I would come back to the idea that there are two courthouses um, in that area. There is the community court that is is designed specifically for the downtown east side. So it has a bail court. It has a sentencing court. It also has a number of programming in place for mental health issues and other things. So it's actually designed and tailored, and it has prosecutors there and staff. The key difference is that that courthouse doesn't run trials. It doesn't require that you know victims of offenses um, come to court on a subpoena to give evidence and things of that nature. Um, so it remains there, and it remains and it's it's 
it's it's doing good work. It'll continue to do work and continue to address the issues in that community. Um, the regional sort of courthouse, which is the triple two courthouse, that services everything from you know South Vancouver to Burnaby, um, the West Side, everywhere, and it deals with trials and it deals with intimate partner violence for the whole area. Um, so yes, there there is hmm. violence and there are concerns on the downtown east side that can be addressed at the community court. But we have to remember there's crime throughout the city um, and there's victims throughout the city that don't live on the downtown east side. Um, and they should also be able to access their court um, in a safe way. And I think that's an important point that I can't emphasize um, enough. Yeah, so there's it, no abandonment of the area. Um, the, you know, the court. There's right. no discussion about moving the 211 Gore Community Court. Um, that's there for a reason. It's deserved. And, and you know, the issues on the downtown east side. I've worked down there for 13 years of my career. Um, they're they're complicated. They're complex. Um, no one individual agency or level of government is to blame. Um, and it's you know things seem to be getting worse down there. But yeah. you know it's going to take time and it's going to take a lot of people and resources. And I think we have to be practical here. Um, it's going to take time to address that issue. But in the meantime, we still have this access to justice issue for the rest of Vancouverites and people who live in Burnaby that need to access their regional court, the triple two courtroom and courthouse. Sorry. Speaking of getting worse, I mean, you've worked down there a long time, as you, as you mentioned in the past, and would you say this is the worst that you've ever seen? Like, have you ever heard of a, a prosecutor getting attacked like that outside a courthouse before? Either, I think it's certainly concerning. There's been a, a, a couple of prosecutors, um, you know, that have been assaulted in that area in the past, you know, eight, 18 months. Um, we do hear about occasionally about an assault on a prosecutor, um, but, you know, it, uh, that area, I have to say, like, and I'm just speaking anecdotally from my own personal experience, I definitely feel like it has it has gotten worse over, um, you know, I would say probably just before the pandemic occurred. So probably yeah. about four or five years ago, it's definitely become more challenging, um, I think, for everyone. So, um, yeah, I, and I think we have to be practical and we have to expect that, you know, it's going to take a while before we find solutions and are able to remedy the issues there. But in the meantime, we still have to keep our eye on things like access to justice and think about the victims and the complainants. Um, and hopefully this experience will allow us to focus on that group because those are the people we, we serve as well. We serve the public. Um, and so in no way are we abandoning this area. Yeah, and you asked actually some interesting questions there earlier in our talk about if a Crown prosecutor is exiting or entering that courthouse, it sounds like there's typically an escort, there's security. What about for other people going in and out of there? Like you mentioned, victims, witnesses. Do they do they get mm -hmm. an escort, or how does that work? Yeah, not that I know of. Um, yeah. You know, and, and and that's one of the when we did have our discussion with um, the attorney general on Wednesday, that was one of the requests that you know our association made was, you know, can we do something? Can we expand the Safe Walk program or the escort program for victims and complainants? Um, it's it's really important that we get them to the courthouse. It's really important that they have an opportunity to testify and to and to give evidence. Um, that's you know that's how you hold people accountable that is how the system works without them you know we don't we don't have cases and so that's really important to us and i think it's important to the broader justice system and the public you know adam dalrymple president bc crown council association adam last question for you speaking of holding people accountable i've also heard it said that this incident 
is emblematic of a failed justice system that we, as you said it yourself, it's getting worse and worse down there. And we're seeing Crown prosecutors get punched out. Like, what does that say about the justice system? Do you, do you feel like, do you feel any frustration about uh, uh, accused people or people who are convicted going through a, like a revolving door justice system? Just same, do you see the same people down there over and over committing crime after crime? What would you say about this, the system and whether it's effective right now? I would say to people, don't give up on the system. Um, it, you know, it can work. Um, there will be periods where you may question your confidence in it, given what you see in the media um, and, and what you hear. But, you know, I do truly believe in the justice system. And sometimes it needs a little tweaking here and there. Um, and, you know, but I, it, it can work. And I think it's one of the best systems um, in the world. Um, and, you know, there are, we are facing some challenges now, but don't give up on it. Adam, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Adam Dalrymple there, president of the BC Crown Council Association, talking about that assault on a Crown prosecutor.